I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Okay, as we get going here, I just, I need you to know that this is episode 47 and I still get so nervous starting, starting my solos, certainly nervous making sure all the technology aligns properly with guests. uh, And then I can like step into my kind of zone of genius, but the moments right before are always just like, and then I find myself like procrastinating and doing other things because, you know, avoidance and ADHD, I guess. But anyways, I just wanted to say that and just put some love out there to anybody that's struggles with that part of it. Because, you know, I'm afraid that when you look at my work, when you look at my art, my pictures, whatever, like I'm afraid that you're going to think that it's all easy. And I might have like a, a like a skill set that you don't have or maybe like a natural orientation towards it, right? I find joy in it. I want to do it. I learn more. I get better, whatever. But it's never easy. And I think I'm just going to like let go of the idea that I'm going to get good enough that it will be easy. I mean, maybe. Maybe I'll, this will become old hat. But I think the dis-ease lives inside the fear, lives inside the imposter syndrome, lives inside the not-enoughness. So, right off the top, (laughs) I'm just cracking that open for you. And if you suffer from the same blocks, you're in good company. Okay, welcome to the show, episode 47. I feel super psyched. We're cranking towards 50. And originally, when I first started this podcast, I thought I had a very clear idea of how many I was going to do in a year and numbers, numbers, numbers. And I would only, you know, I would be on for this many weeks and then off for three and then on for this many. And here's the thing it's just not how my life goes. It's not how I function best. And frankly, I don't know if everybody else is just like better than me, more diligent than me, but I think they're just like better resourced because I do all this myself and I have to have the bandwidth to do it. So, you know, this last break was quite long because I took a month off to launch my Etsy shop If you're interested in any of my art, there's like hand lettering, there's abstract artwork. Um, A lot of the stuff is is very complementary to each other. So you could get like an abstract and lettering piece and have them live together, you know, maybe on top of each other or on a gallery wall. But I took a month off for that. 
And then I was burnt out from that and I needed a break. And then the next thing I know, it's end of school year. It's beginning of summer. It's I got COVID. It's it's, 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 and here we are. And it took me months to get back in the saddle. And I'm happy that we're here. And I needed the space to regenerate. I needed to deeply recover from all that grinding. I deeply, deeply do not describe to the whole grind hustle culture. And I think that I don't know what your algorithms or your silos or your social media is showing you, but definitely I follow a lot more people that are starting to acknowledge like uh, very anti-hustle. We ebb and flow as humans, our energy, our creativity, our inspiration. And I am going to have my business mirror that. I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday during one of our spark sessions, she was saying that, you know, she was in this season of kind of nothingness and just kind of like a fertile void. And I was telling her, you know, it's super frustrating to me because I want to build a business where I embody my message. So I believe everybody has a creative self. I believe that the more attention and energy that we give her, the more inspiration we are available for and the more ideas and nudges and intuition and uh, brainstorms and sparks (laughs) will come. And the way we, we take care of that, of her, of our creative self, is by playing and doing fun things and creating in fun ways and playing games and moving our bodies in fun ways I believe it is noticing and collecting and seeking the things that delight us and then filling ourselves with with that, whether it's on, you know, dates with ourselves or just surrounding ourselves, our homes with the things that delight us. You can do it a million ways. And then also, I think the other piece to the puzzle is rest and I'm finding it frustrating that, you know, I want to show up on social media, right? And I want to show up even in Etsy and in like the Etsy search. And I want to show up in people's searches on podcasts. And the only way to do that is to get kind of like hooked into the algorithm to show up enough that it sees you. And I mean, I understand it all. But then, you know, on Instagram... I take some time off from it because my mental health needs it. I need it. My creative self definitely needs it. And then it's kind of like I'm punished, right? So I'm like trying to embody this message and I'm trying to share with you the embodiment of this message and actually take my own medicine, walk the walk. And I feel like I've been shadow banned lately or something on Instagram because My stuff gets such little views. And I refuse to believe that my posts and my reels are just like garbage, that they're not getting views, you know, because I really love them. And I love making them. I love sharing them. And I can't be the only one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, 
Anyways, it's a little plug for my Instagram at Coco the Inspirationist. Go over there, send me some love, DM me, share something that I'm putting out there. Help, help a sister out, please. The algorithm is so rough. So, but I'm not going to change. You know, I'm not like I did that. I did that before. It was like, you know, I'm not going to pre-create and load, pre-load all this content for when I go and rest, right? When I do take the break, when I disconnect. I know there's so many business coaches that are like, pre-record your content and, you know, have this bank of content that you can just schedule out and then it'll look like you're never not doing it and it'll make it look like you're just doing it and it's so easy. And the truth is it's not easy. It's time consuming. And if you're doing it well, it's intentional. And I don't want to do that. It it doesn't get the best out of me because it feels like by the time it's shared, I'm just like, well, I felt that way a while ago and now it's not, doesn't feel authentic. So I don't know how to how to manage that, but I'm definitely not interested in the grind. And so I think that's where we can start, that intersection of creativity and space. When we give ourselves space, we can then know that we're nourishing ourselves and know that that is just, it's a birthright. We're born with the need and also the permission to rest ourselves, right? And to give our bodies what they need. And somewhere along the line, we've just forgotten it. Space and creativity are so firmly linked. If you don't rest, there's nothing there. You don't have anything left. You're not available. Your antenna is not on and receiving for for that signal from, from the universe. And speaking of the universe, anytime we're here and I talk about the universe, I feel like I'm, I don't even like the word, but like woo, woo woo, you know, I'm like adjacent. I'm not really into astrology, although I love seeing people be into it. I especially love hearing people be into that and human design and like all this stuff. It's really fascinating that people have gotten so, so dialed into it. But for me, it it just doesn't, I don't have an interest I was raised Catholic and the whole God complex, I'm thoroughly uninterested in it. I have a deep problem, a big problem with big religion. I don't know why we don't call it. We call it like big pharma, big tobacco, big religion, you guys, big religion. The the structures, the like patriarchal structures that control people and brainwash them and like that is uninteresting to me and that word is this god is associated with that for me but if that word works for you perfect i like to say universe so they're all interchangeable god universe spirit whatever feels aligned but i do believe that there is there's something growing up i felt the way I internalized all the messaging I got around God and Catholicism and all that stuff is that there's like a man up there. And certainly that's stupid and I don't believe that. But when it comes to like 
energy and universe and all that kind of stuff, I cannot help but feel so supported when I listen to all those nudges and intuition and take good care of myself and meditate and be still and and get quiet. And lately, I've been really focusing on hearing those those nudges. And it was so interesting. This morning, I was picking my phone up to leave a voice note for my friend. And she happened to call right at that time. And it was just like so joyful because I only had a few minutes and I was like, are you actually calling me right now? Because it's 2022 and I don't talk on the phone with a lot of people, but we are starting to do that. And certainly like we don't really randomly call, but it was a beautiful gift to me. And I was so happy. I had full body chills when I picked it up. Right. And so in that moment, I was like, oh, this is so aligned. It's perfect timing. It's so aligned. Thank you. And then she starts telling me that she had this incident at her shop. She just opened up a shop. She's an interior designer and has some like, has an awesomely curated little shop and it's beautiful. And she told me that she was going to put stickers on things like labels on things. And she decided in her brain, like, I'm going to do one less than this sheet and that's going to be enough for me. And then she ended up doing all of them and then doing doing like all the stuff and when she was done she needed one extra tag which was exactly it was like she didn't listen to the idea of doing one less she got enough tags for one less because through a miracle that's just how it worked and i tell you this because she had this this moment where she's just like why do i doubt it And it made me think that lately, something I've been doing a lot is saying yes to the nudges that are like low risk. It didn't really matter how many tags she got on things, right? If it was this number or a couple more or a couple less, right? It didn't matter. So lately, when I have those those moments where like it actually doesn't matter what I do in this moment, this A or B. I'm going to do it all anyways. I'll just follow my intuition and just keep saying yes. And I told her, I said, this this is a great example of you just ignoring yourself. We all have this inner navigation system, it seems. And when we tune it, when we actually listen to it, it's it's clear. It's clear you get the messages through, right? But if we make ourselves busy and noisy, and not only that, not only by multitasking and filling our earbuds and constantly being stimulated, but also when the message does get through, ignoring it or questioning it or sh- or like shrugging it off, saying like, oh, that's silly. I don't know why I just thought that. Instead, when we create space and quiet, for receiving of those nudges when we and and practice like actually intentionally practice noticing our thoughts noticing the nudges noticing the intuitive hits we can get really tuned in and lately it's like these ideas are coming to me 
and I'm trying to like grab them. You know, like they come in and I'm just like, I see you. You know, I have some ideas that are, I've, I've had in the past some ideas that um, keep coming forward and I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. And then I don't, it doesn't make it out into the real world. And it's like the idea needed to be heard, but maybe it's not ready to fully come out into the world yet. And instead, I used to feel like guilty that I wasn't doing that idea justice or that then like enter this shame spiral of like, I can't finish anything. I, you know, I have a hard time completing things, all this stuff. Instead, I'm trying to shift into the mindset of when it's ready, I'll fucking know it. It will be a fuck yes. And you know, we, I don't know if you do, but like in my scroll, I see lots of memes that say like, uh, or reels that are just like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. And like, I, I always appreciate it. Of course, I think saying no is wonderful and it's hard and we should do it more. And I also want to live by my life of like lots of fuck yeses. But I, that seems really loud to me. That seems really big and big decisions. And I think what I realized today, and maybe I'm realizing in the moment, is that saying yes to my intuition and no to the noise and yes to the space is where it's at. It's exactly what I need to be hearing. It's the message that needs to come through. And for me, a lot of the time, it comes as either a fully formed question or a fully formed statement, clearly, you know, and just trusting that my ideas and the thoughts that happen to flow through my head are exactly what I need. And that doesn't, that does not speak to negative self-talk. And I've been working for a long time now on minimizing that negative self-talk. It doesn't mean that I'm not still dealing with fear and imposter syndrome. Like, I don't think that that's ever going to go away. I think we're just going to invite it to the back seat and not let it drive. As Elizabeth Gilbert says, it's going to come along for the ride, but at no point is it allowed to drive. And I just love the thought of challenge. So I challenged my friend to make space for her intuition and to start actually trying to hear it. Because she has ADHD and she has a business. She's an interior designer. Hello, hello, Pearl Interiors. Find her on Instagram. She's wildly talented, self-taught. I designed her logo, which is how we became best, best, best buds. And she's awesome. She's in Massachusetts in kind of like the Boston area. But I challenged her. She's going on a 36-hour flying her kids out to California, dropping them at her mom's and then flying back by herself. And she was feeling anxious about just that entire trip because it's so jam-packed, right? And I said, what a perfect time for you to just say yes to all the nudges. Because a lot of the times I find like, I don't know why I feel pulled to go into that store, but let's go. Because I might meet a person or see something or have a moment that delights me, which is equally as fulfilling, you know? And I, I challenged her, take this entire trip 
to say yes to the low risk nudges because why not? Here's the thing, like once we start noticing that we're having those nudges, there's no reason why we can't say yes to those low ones, the low, the low risk ones, doing this instead of this. Stop overriding the system. She said to me, it's like I don't listen to myself. And then I get on the other side of it and go, why did I question it? It's like, yes, stop overriding the system. It's all here for us. And we just have to make the space to hear it. Since this is a behind the scenes, a lot of the time of the things I'm creating, and it's a little like meta because it's I'm sharing my process of recording this podcast, the creative process of recording the podcast and the feelings that come with it. But you're listening to my podcast and, and I'm telling you about creating the thing you're listening to, which I find funny and delightful. But this morning, I've been, I was having this clear vision. There's this woman I met recently, and her mom is the, the head lady at the library in our town. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw last week I did a kids art class and I'm actually doing another one next week for tweens and teens up to 15 years old and I'm teaching them lettering and I'm really excited about it because I love letters and I'm just gonna do it and so before this all happened I went and spent some time cleaning up the library they had like a a town-wide please help out And so I went and it was awesome because it's like, I want to meet more people in my community. Here are the ways to do it. And I didn't expect to to meet anybody my age, but I ended up meeting the librarian's daughter, who is an awesome, she's a doula. She's a beautiful advocate for abortion. She is badass. She loves to cook. And she hosted this past weekend a dinner for for her birthday. She asked for donations and she donated it to an awesome reproductive rights fund or abortion fund in New Hampshire. And she hosted a dinner party where she cooked. So that happened. I couldn't go. I donated some money. But this morning, I keep having this vision of using this A-frame that I'm creating, using the space inside to host dinners gatherings. I've been feeling the itch to gather creatives together, specifically women, but in general, creatives to talk and uh, maybe just kind of ignite them. I think people, they, they do their crafts in the privacy of their own home and something magic happens when you can talk about it. And even if it's turned into your business, bringing it back to the actual thing that inspires you, the thing that you're creating and talking about that, I think there's a lot of magic there. And so I have this deep desire lately to start something, but I'm not quite sure what what it is. Maybe it's a nighttime thing. I, I got the idea because when I first started this journey of teaching myself hand lettering and graphic design and let's see, hand lettering, graphic design, then I started doing illustration, then I started, and logos and branding, and then I taught myself uh, podcasting, and what lately? I mean, it just, 
it's just evolving. But when I started this intentional creative journey, uh, I started going to a thing called Ladies Drawing Night that when I lived in Rhode Island. And it was in Providence and it was at a brewery. And I felt so thrilled to be around other people that were creating things. It deeply affected me and it deeply changed my perspective on my capabilities and and just being around other creatives just shows me these are my people right and so just recently i've started i get i would say in the last week the the, the thought the feeling the energy of gathering people has been really alive and my friend alicia the one that has the interior design company she recently challenged me to just have a season of being fully physical in my physical world with my work, not worrying so hard about getting my stuff on Etsy or digital content or whatever, but just like doing shows and getting my work in the physical. And so hosting the children's art class was that for me, you know, serving my community with the skill set that I have. And once I did that, I was like, ooh, I think I want to do that again. Let's take a step up and work with teens and get a little comfortable with that age group. And then immediately as I like committed in my brain to doing that, it was just like, oh, I think I'm ready for adults. (laughs) And then this morning, I had this beautiful vision of a table down the center of the like between the living room and I think maybe the fireplace or the dining area in the A-frame and just like setting it up with maybe some lights hanging, some like, you know, globe lights hanging uh, from the, the ceiling and having some sort of dinner there with my friend. And it just felt so alive and so beautiful. And to have a space that I can host, I'm just like, let's fucking do it. A hundred times over, I'm sold even more on this idea universe. It's been in my brain to have an A-frame since moving to Maine, so two years. And it is so alive in me. I cannot wait for the pro- where the property that we own, that, excuse me, we haven't purchased the property yet. We are still looking for a piece of land And I'm so excited for that to be revealed because that will be like, okay, I can really start. I mean, I am, I'm constantly dreaming about it, but I can really start feeling like it's coming through the, into the physical. And the thought of having that space, the A-frame, the beautifully appointed A-frame, to be able to hold space for gatherings and groups, and connection, and healing, and creation. Oh my gosh. I just, I cannot wait for it. It's coming down the pipe. And I love that intersection of space and creativity because creating this space is going to completely light up my entire creative being. I cannot wait to make and draw and paint and design and like all the things. And then I can't wait to use the space creatively and share it creatively 
And it just all feels so aligned. And then also the interior space is going to evoke inspiration from other people. I just know it. I just know it. It is one of my gifts and I can't wait to share it. So stay tuned for Camp Coco. It's coming. It's totally, totally coming. And I hope, you know, I hope I don't, I don't bore you with talking about it, but that is actually one of the very intentional ways that I am manifesting this. And the word manifest, it can get a little wonky and people use it a lot, but it, it doesn't mean that I'm just going to like sit around and meditate on it. And then all of a sudden it's going to pop into the 3D. Like there is a lot of work that I need to do. My mother-in-law a couple weeks ago told me when I was, I was telling her I was feeling a little angsty because I want to, I want to find this land. I want to see where it's going to go. I want to feel like I'm making forward progress because I know it's a long, a long timeline to build something from scratch, right? Like I know that this is not a quick process. And my mother-in-law was like, God has his own timing and patience. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I know. Patience. I'm not trying to feel, I'm not trying to push something up a hill, but it's part trusting and waiting, but also part taking action. And right now, part of that action taking that I'm doing is talking about it, telling people about it, sharing about it, painting the picture for people, telling strangers. I just truly believe that I don't know which direction it's going to come from. All these pieces are going to come together. So who knows? Me talking to that woman sitting on the beach watching her kid, her granddaughter swim, maybe she gets inspired by me or maybe she knows somebody that's selling a property or maybe she has an A-frame and wants to invite me over so I can just sit inside of it. All of those things, I, I'm a, like a, a, a yes to, right? Talking about it helps me play in the possibility and designing it and adding things to my pin boards and all that kind of stuff is just, it's going, it's going to make it happen. And so I think this is not an apology. This is not dimming my shine at all, but I just hope that you can feel my excitement and that it doesn't get like, oh, wow, she's talking about that again, you know, because This is also part of the process. My friend Lindsay and I were on a spark session yesterday and holding space for her, her business ideas and her business brand, which I'm actually going to be branding her. I'm excited about. Did you know I do that? I take very select clients, but I also do branding and logo design. So if there's something that feels alive to you, reach out. But she was saying that all this energy, the behind the scenes stuff, the before stuff, the before it's in the physical, the the dreaming and the talking and the designing and the playing. It's just because it's not earning money at this moment in time. It, it doesn't mean that that time was wasted. It means that you're preparing and once everything aligns, that's when the quantum leaping starts, right? It all comes together. And we were talking about this journey, this eight-year journey of me teaching myself all these things, figuring out what delights me, following inspiration. You know, I have this, I have this ability 
that anything creative I try, I'm fairly good at it. And so it's hard to figure out how to monetize my creativity. I want to have a business. I have a deep desire to serve people through my creativity. And I still feel like I'm unlocking that special recipe. And that's okay. (laughs) I'm allowing that to be okay. But Lindsay was reminding me that all the time that I thought that I wasn't getting paid or wasn't earning a lot or not making a lot of money in my business, it doesn't mean that I wasn't creating energetic abundance. Energetic abundance is like I am overflowing. You know, I know how to take care of my creative self. I know the things that delight me. I do the things that delight me. I put myself in situations and spaces and opportunities that make me feel completely lit up. And there will be a moment where all of that aligns and then the money comes. You know, just because I wasn't making money before doesn't doesn't mean I wasn't creating the momentum. And that was so helpful for me because being a stay-at-home mom and not earn, you know, there's no plan. The plan has always been for me to be a stay-at-home mom. Thus, we built our lives based on the budget of just my husband's income. And, you know, I've heard my mom say from time time to time that I'm lucky to be a stay-at-home mom. And it always bothered me because I think she she had a deep desire to, but they had to work, which is, you know, is a choice that they made, right? But the, the, the choice that we made had nothing to do with luck and everything to do with intention and planning. And my husband's in the military. So 10 years ago, 12 years ago, he didn't, he wasn't making a ton of money. So we just organized our life around it. And that was that. And it's always felt like enough. It's, it's always been enough. And it's always been wonderfully like, how are we actually doing all this? You know, and it's because we're showing up with intention. And a lot of my friends that were stay at home moms in the beginning struggled because they like stepped away from their careers and, and felt a real weight of not earning money. Their whole image of themselves was based on their capacity to earn and then taking that away is like what 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 am I doing right and I didn't have that lucky enough I didn't have that because I knew I was like this was our plan and that was that but I always felt like ever since I figured out that I wanted to teach myself all these things and that I was wildly capable of so many things I've always felt frustrated that I wasn't making more money you know, frustrated that I couldn't stick with something long enough and shame that I wasn't figuring it out fast enough. And I thought I had a problem, you know, and I did, I thought I had a problem with money and I did. I had an, uh, I had a problem with a scarcity mindset that I had to work on and unravel. And that paid off big time because as I was intentionally working on my money mindset, I read this book from Amanda Francis called Rich as Fuck, and it set off a ripple into my life that just closed last week with, uh, not last week, last month, 
with selling our home in Rhode Island, but had I not read that book, I wouldn't have had like the series of ideas to get us to the point where we sold it. And I think, yes, there was a big part of me being comfortable in this business, not like making a ton of money because I needed to just shift my my mindset when it came to money, but also I love this idea that this whole chunk of time, however long, was energetically abundant. It maybe not have, not have been financially abundant, but so much richness has come from that time. And then because of that, there will be a moment when it all comes together and it all, and I can just like quantum leap into the next phase of my life that is financially abundant. I see that happening as we start to share the A-frame, you know, and host people. And I just, I'm really excited for that space. And I'm really excited to figure out, (laughs) and here's the thing, I, I, I think I need to correct myself there is like to figure out the combo for me to like unlocking my greatness. It's like, it's all right here. It's already here. And yeah, that's it. That, that, that can be enough. I also don't want to grind. So there has to be a level of satisfaction that I get from the amount of effort I put in. Maybe I don't make a ton of money right now, but I have a ton of pleasure and a ton of ease and a ton of joy. And that counts for something for sure. You know, it's not all about money you guys. It's not all about earning. It's not all about all about monetizing. And that's the thing about my mission and in, in reminding people that they have a creative self. It's like all the things that I say that are important, like, you know, giving yourself the things that delight you and playing and resting, like that's all to an, to an end of just feeling good, just finding flow. It has nothing to do with earning money or having a business. Now, if you're a business owner, if you tended to your creative self more, you could feel more aligned in your business because you might have more ideas or clearer inspiration or, you know, see new ways of of doing things. So welcome if you're a business owner and you're here for that. But in general, it's not, I'm not teaching this to to teach you how to monetize stuff. That is not my bag. My bag is way before, way before the monetization and the making a business. It's just like, please do the things that light you up. Allow it in. Take the time. Take the time to play. Take the time to rest. Take the time to create. And I promise you'll find flow and flow is it, right? Flow is it. Time, time goes away. Tension goes away. Stress goes away. When you can fall into something and everything else melts away, that's it. That's what we're chasing when we are doing drugs or alcohol. That's what we're looking for. And we can find flow. You know, it might not be on demand, but the more you learn about where you can find it, where it usually lives, you can go there. You can go there, right? It's like, I I love streams and brooks in, in woods. And it's like, I know where they are around me. Are they always flowing? Maybe not. 
Do I know that certain times of year they're flowing more than others? Yes. But I know where to go. And I know I can find peace there. And it's just like our creative selves. It's right there for us, right under the surface. And when we give it oxygen and we give it love and nourishment, it will only support us. It will always support us. And I hope that you can take that with you this week. Follow the nudges. I challenge you. Follow the nudges. Don't question it. Maybe even just see if you can pause. Like when you get goosebumps, why did you get goosebumps? What was the thought that you had with goosebumps? When you have a thought and it feels really good in your body, what does that mean? For me, it's head to toe goosebumps. I can tell now. I can feel it. I know what's I know what it means. It means I'm having a visceral reaction to this idea. And it's my body trying to be like, please listen. Please listen. That's it. So, okay. I'm going to wrap up. I love finding flow here. It's it's magical and you know, my inner critic will creep up as soon as I like pop out of flow. This might happen to you too. As soon as I pop out of flow, especially here when I'm recording, it's like that was feeling really good. It was feeling like I was in my zone of genius just downloading. And then once I step out and I'm like, all right, let's wrap it up. Immediately I was like, I hope I didn't, I hope I wasn't rambling. I hope I didn't, I wasn't annoying. I hope people aren't rolling their eyes and like switching this off. Do you feel that? I know what it is. I can see it. And I'm, I'm telling you about it because I want you to know it happens to me. And it probably happens to you too, so... Go take care of yourself. I love you. You are worthy. You are enough. And come follow me over on Instagram. Check out my Etsy shop, Inspirationist Art. Everything's linked in my bio. I put up a new piece yesterday and I'm in love with it. It's got two different colors. It's it's you can get it in two different colors and it says relax. Nothing is under control. And isn't that the truth? That's why we have to listen to our our intuitive nudges and the universal signs it's all right there for us so okay go on have a great weekend and i'll talk to you next week bye